I'm not pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another Drive to Work, Coronavirus Edition. Okay, so today, and by today, I don't mean the day I'm recording this, but the day you are listening to this, which is October 30th, 2020, uh, is my 25th anniversary working at Wizards. Um, 25 years. So I thought today I would use my 30-ish minutes to go through my entire time at Wizards to talk about all the various different things I've done. Um, I'm not going to hit them all, but I'll do the best I can um, and give you sort of a glimpse of the many things that I, I had done. Okay, so in 1990, so 1995, October 30th, 1995, I show up at Wizards. Um, I'm going to talk about things as they got released even though that obviously I worked on them ahead of time and the order I worked on them might not be exactly, but it's a little easier to talk about release things. So the first thing that I worked on that, that actually happened was not even a product release. It was the Pro Tour. So in February of 1996 was the first Pro Tour in New York City. Um, I had worked with Scaphalias, whose brainchild the Pro Tour was. Um, I had asked if I could be involved. I was officially made the liaison from R&D to the Pro Tour, and I worked very closely with Scaff. And the first eight years of the Pro Tour, I went to almost all the Pro Tours. I ran the feature matches. I did all the... Uh, on the last day, I did commentary in the very beginning, but then I, I produced and ran the, 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 the video stuff and the commentary. I, I didn't do the commentary, but I, I oversaw it. I produced it um, for the first eight years of the Pro Tour's existence. Um, the first set I worked on, which came out in 1996, was Alliances. Um, I was one of 13 developers on that set. Um, everybody who was in Magic R&D, or just in R&D at the time, um, Homeland the previous year had done really badly, and Magic had a big gap before the next set came out, and we wanted to make sure it was really good, so everybody worked on that. Um, the first three cards I ever made, um, Library of Latinum, Goose of Scepter, and Soldier of Fortune, uh, all showed up in that set. Those are the first three cards I, I ever made. Uh, they got, I'm sorry, that I ever designed, they got published in a, in a Magic set. Um, then the end of that year, Mirage came out. So I was hired as a developer. And so for the first couple of years, I was, uh, I, Mike Elliott, um, Bill Rose and William Jockish. And then at some point, Henry Stern were on all the development teams. We were Magic R&D for a while. And so we were just on all the development teams. Um, Mirage is also the place where I made Morrow. I, I filled a hole <coughs> with a card I'd made years ago and I got my nickname. Uh, the card ended up getting printed called Morrow. That's got my nickname. Okay, in 1997, uh, Visions came out, so I was on the development team for that. Fifth edition, I was actually on the design team, although there's no new content, but uh, I helped pick like what cards went in. Um, Weatherlight, again, I was on the development team. Um, uh, Portal, I was actually on the development team. That was a product we made to teach people how to play. And then at the end of 1997 was Tempest. So Tempest was the first set that I officially was on the design team for. And now when I on the design team, I led the design team. That is not how things work anymore. But uh, I was hired as a developer, but I really, really wanted to be a designer. And so I convinced I convinced um, Richard Garfield to be... He hadn't done any design on Magic since Arabian Nights. And I convinced him to be on the team with me. And that was enough to convince Joel Mick, who was the lead developer or lead designer at the time, to let me... The head designer at the time, to um, let me run the team. Uh, Tempest was the first in-house design. Before that, all the designs had been done by people outside. Um, well, technically, Weatherlight was done inside as well, but Tempest started before Weatherlight because large sets took longer to make. Um, but anyway, Tempest was my first uh, time being on a design team and leading a design team. Uh, it went very well. Um, also, so uh, so I bring up Weatherlight and Tempest. At the same time, during that time, 
uh, Michael Ryan and I pitched the idea of magic having an ongoing story, which was called the Weatherlight Saga. And uh, from Weatherlight through Exodus, he and I were in charge of the story. Uh, it got sort of taken away from us in Exodus. That's its own story. Um, but anyway, we, we were there for the, the start of the Weatherlight Saga. Um, I, I would continue to be working on the magic, the card side of it still, but I stopped doing the creative side of it after Exodus. Um, also this time, by the way, I was, I had become the editor-in-chief of The Duelist. Uh, the former editor-in-chief, Catherine Haynes, left, and uh, they needed an editor-in-chief. They looked around, and they couldn't find somebody, and they ended up asking me. And so I spent a lot of my early time, um, uh, in addition to all my responsibilities as a Magic R&D person, I was also editor-in-chief for The Duelist. Okay, we get into 1998. So uh, Exodus and Stronghold. Um, so now we get into sets that I was on the design team, and I was on the development team for. Um, I think I I started the design for Stronghold and handed it off to Mike. I think Mike officially is the listed as the lead for it, but I did a lot of work on Stronghold. But anyway, I was on the design teams for for Exodus, Stronghold and Exodus. Um, and uh, also, Unglued came out that year. That's a product that was given to me by uh, um, Joel Mick. And it basically, it was like, here's the idea of the product. It has silver borders, which means it's not tournament legal, because at that point, everything else was tournament legal. Uh, there, there, we were just starting to get into formats and stuff. And um, anyway, the idea was this This was, what, what would you do with that? You're the wacky designer, Mark. And so I ended up deciding to make strange mechanics and a little more casual and make it a little fun, added a lot of humor into it. And so Unglued came out of that. Uh, and, and the silver border cards have always been my baby. I, I'm The uncards are hold a deep place in my heart. Uh, Urza Saga, I was on the design team for, uh, and the de- and the development team, Urza's Legacy, design team, and the development team. Um, then we get to Urza's Destiny. So, uh, that, uh, I was, was the design team. I was the only person on the design team. I believe Arabian Nights and Urza's Destiny had the uniqueness of having one person design teams. Obviously, uh, Richard Garfield did Arabian Nights. Uh, but anyway, I was not on the development team because I, I was the sole designer, so I wasn't on the development team. Um, then we get to Mercadian Masks, where I was not on the design... Well, I'll say, I was on the design team. I did I did do design. I was on both the design team and the development team for Mercadian Masks. Um, so, interesting, from Alliances Forward, so from the very first set I work on, I believe that there's a run for a long, long, long time where I had, had a, I designed a card in every set that came out. Um, every set that had new cards in it. Um, I, I, uh, and Mike, Elliot, and I at this point became the main two designers that were designing most of, were, led most of the sets. Um, Bill still led a few sets as well. Um, okay, so we get to Nemesis, where I think I was on the design team for that. Prophecy, so interesting thing about Prophecy, I was not on the design team. William Jockish led that design team, I was not on it. But after it was done, um, Bill has some concerns about it, and so Bill and I did a redesign pass on it. Um, we made the avatars, we made the wins, um, and so we just made some exciting rare cycles and stuff. And so, um, at this point, Bill had become head designer, so Joel Mick was originally handed over to Bill, um, but you can see sort of me being trained to become head designer, although obviously it's a few years off, but I'm starting to do redesign work on other people's stuff. Um, then comes Invasion. Invasion of the design team was me. Uh, Bill Rose led it with me and Mike Elliott. Um, it's... Uh, I often said Mirage was the second age because we started designing blocks. Invasion is the third age of design where we started designing themes for the blocks. This was the first block that had a theme. It was a multicolor theme. 
Um, and I was a, I was a big advocate in pushing for that. Um, so now we get to set. So Plane Shift, uh, I was on the design team. Apocalypse, I was not on the design team for. But again, um, I and Henry Stern had pitched the idea of saving things for saving the enemy's color stuff. So it's the first kind of block planning that you're seeing. And I was a big advocate of that. So you're starting to see, you can see the traces of where I would go once I become hand designer of, I really believe in planning out blocks. Um, but anyway, um, that was Apocalypse. And then Odyssey comes out. So Odyssey was, uh, after Tempest, it was the second premiere, you know, standard legal set that I led the design for. And it had a theme. It had a graveyard theme. Um, and so... Uh, like threshold and flashback. Flashback starts here in Odyssey. Um, two thousand two. We have the first. You make the card. That was one. Of, that was my brainchild, uh, and I ran it. Um, also, by the way, in two thousand two, was MagicTheGathering.com started. So Magic didn't really have a website. I mean, we we Magic had a website, but we didn't have a. Uh, it wasn't something people regularly came to, and I was tasked with the idea of making it uh, something people would visit, of, of making content for it. Uh, and so I helped get Aaron Forsyth hired to run it, and um, I started my column, Making Magic Starts Here in 2002, which I've been writing ever since, so 18 years of writing my column. Um, I think next year, by the way, I hit my thousandth week of writing the column. That'll happen in early 2021. Um, anyway, so I... Uh, both helped design uh, MagicTheGathering.com and became one of the columnists. Uh, so other sets, Torment, Judgment, I was on those design teams. Um, we get to Onslaught. So this is a good example where I was not technically on the design team, but I was asked by Bill to do a lot of redesigns on it. Um, really pushed to make the tribal mechanic a, a major theme. Uh, added morph, uh, added uh, cycling. So while I quote-unquote wasn't the lead of the set, um, I was I did a lot of rework on it, and it, you, once again, you can see uh, me getting groomed by uh, Bill Rose to eventually become head designer. Um, so now we get to two thousand three uh, Legions. I don't think Legions or Scourge I was on the design team for. Um, as I when I get to the end, I'll talk about some other stuff. Not I was but while doing Magic, there was other things I was also working on uh, all during this time. Um, then we get to Mirrodin. So Mirrodin, I led the design for, and I started getting very involved with the uh, creative. Oh, so this is 2003. So the end of 2003, by the way, is when I officially become head designer. Um, Bill Rose, a, a few years earlier, had become uh, the vice president, uh, and Randy Bueller had become sort of uh, filled in, uh, became, became sort of the... Um, I'm sure what the director of of R and D of our of magic, um, uh, and uh, he promoted me and I became head designer and in December two thousand three. Also at that time, not only was I head designer, but I, I also was put in charge of the creative team, and so I led the creative team for a couple years. Um, but anyway, that was so that was uh, other other things I was doing. Um, so 2004, I was on the team for, design team for Darksteel. Uh, I led the design for Fifth Dawn. Um, that interestingly was, uh, Aaron Forsyth was brought on to write an article about it. He was on the design team. He did such amazing work, designed both mechanics of the set that we brought him into R&D, later become my boss. So obviously he did quite well for himself. Um, Champs of Kamigawa, I was not, on, I was not on the design team for any of Champs of Kamigawa, but I was on the development team just for champions. I was not on the development team for the other two sets. Um, interestingly, Betrayers of Kamigawa, uh, when I became head designer, was in the middle of, 
I, I think it had just finished design. Um, I know I worked a little bit on it when uh, transitioning from design development. Um, but Betrayers and Saviors were, un- quote-unquote, under my, my startup as head designer. I really, Ravnica was the first set that I sort of, both of those were in motion. I, I just sort of kind of finished them off to be what they were. Uh, also, the Pro Tour Hall of Fame got introduced in 2005. I was instrumental in putting that together. Um, uh, it started in 1996. From 1996 through t- 2004, I was a mainstay at the Pro Tour. In 2004, my twins were born, and I, I pulled back. And, and stopped going to the Pro Tours regularly. Um, also, in 2005, uh, we get to Ravnica City Guilds. So this is the first time that I... Um, the first set that from like from, from the beginning, I was the head designer. Uh, and I really had sort of let... Ch- I decided to let Champions of Comic Out be what it was going to be. Uh, made a lot of decisions I wouldn't have made, but it, it was already in motion. Ravnica was me sort of planting my flag in the sand and saying, here's what I want to do as head designer. I really wanted to introduce the idea of block planning. Uh, obviously, with Ravnica, you could see that. That, like, you know, they, they all fit together to make a larger thing. Um, oh, also, during Ravnica, Hybrid Mana got introduced. It was a, a, a baby of mine. Um, back during Invasion, I got split cards made. Uh, there's certain things that... Uh, I mean, I've made a lot of cards mechanics over the years, but there's certain things that I'm super proud of. Um, okay, so in 2006, uh, Guild Pack, uh, I, I was not on the design team for that, but I did do some work after I got handed off because I was the head designer. Um, Dissension, um, I was on the design team for that. Cold Snap was the set that got the Lost Ice Age set. That um, The story behind it was we'd asked uh, the powers that be uh, if they wanted us to have a set during the summer and they said no, and then like six months later, they're like, you know what? We do. And so R&D had to quickly make this. And so we ended up making Cold Snap. Not, we, we, we've done better work than Cold Snap. Um, then we get into, oh, and then was the great designer search. The very first great designer search. Um, Alexis Jansen won it. Uh, Ken Nagel, Graham Hopkins, Mark Globus, Scott Vanessen were all people that were on it, uh, no while as well, that ended up getting internships and some of them got, most of them got jobs. Um, so, uh, anyway, that was sort of a, I, an idea I'd come up with. I was trying to find new designers because I was the head designer and, uh, it was really hard finding designers because I couldn't just pluck them off the Pro Tour like development teams did. So, um, I, I did a search and I, I found some great designers and I, 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 I hired them. Um, next up is Time Spiral, which, uh, Brian Tinsman led the design for. I was on the design team, but, uh, you can start seeing me as head designer. Uh, once again, block planning. There was a past, present, future. I start having more of a definition to what the th- stuff is. Uh, Planner Chaos on the design team. Future side I led, what I call my art house film sort of design. Uh, it's a really good design. There's a lot going on. There's a lot, there's a lot of nuance of it, um, it gets really, really good reviews from enfranchised players, but uh, most of the players are just overwhelmed by it. It's a little too much, um, but I, I am very proud of it. Uh, Future Sight was when we were going to first make Planeswalkers, by the way, but they did not get introduced until a little later. I'll talk to them in a second. Um, Lorwyn. So Lorwyn was Aaron's first lead. I was on the design team for this. Um... At the time, Aaron, I, I was prepping Aaron to be my protege. Little did I know that he would go on to do much grander and greater things. Um, we did introduce Planeswalkers. I led the team. Uh, I, I oversaw the design on Planar Chaos. And then 
when we knew that we, not Planet of Chaos, sorry, uh, Future Sight, uh, when we knew that we weren't going to have them done in time, we made a whole separate team, which I led, um, and we came up with Planeswalkers, borrowed a bunch of different ideas, Richard had come up with a thing called, uh, um, what are they called, uh, in, in uh, Ravnica uh, structures, they were called structures, I took some elements of that, and so, some other stuff we had done in other places, and sort of, um, with, with the whole team, uh, we made, we made the Planeswalkers, it turned out really well, um, first dual decks got, uh, put out there. I was a big advocate of dual decks. Um, in fact, there's an article I wrote in the Duelist, like in 95, where I talk about making decks to play against one another. So way back when, I, I've been advocating for a long time to do them. Okay, so we get into 2008. Um, Morning Tide, I was on the design team for. So Shadow Morning, Even Tide. Um, so I introduced the idea of doing a large set at a time other than of the fall, which is traditionally when it's done, or, or the Northern Hemisphere fall. Um, and the idea was, after Cold Snap, I said to Bill, next time we want to do a summer set, give me more advanced warning, I'll make it more organic. And the idea I did is I came up with this large, small, large, small structure, where it's a four-year block. But uh, Shadowmoor was the first time we had a large set outside of the fall, and it went really well. And really, you could see us starting to pave the way for the future. Um... Also, uh, Time Spiral, for example, I, I, I passed Time Spiral, but uh, I introduced the idea of a bonus sheet in Time Spiral. That would um, definitely inspire a lot of things. Um, so anyway, oh, the story about Eventide was I was not supposed to leave Eventide, and the person who was supposed to lead it at the very last minute uh, decided they didn't want to do it, and I had no other people to lead it. So I ended up having to lead it myself. Um, from the Vault comes out. So the first couple from the Vaults, uh, I was put in charge. I, I think I was on the team for the first one, and then I was in charge of the next couple. Uh, but I was in charge early on of that product. Um, shards of Alara came out. Um, so I we had uh, we had mini teams for each of the shards. I led the Esper mini team. I was on the mini team for Bant and for Naya. And then, although I was not on the Grixis mini team, I did come up with Unearth, which was the mechanic for that. Um, Okay, so we get into 2009. I worked on Conflux Design. I did not work on Alara Reborn. Um, when I first became head designer, I worked on a lot of design sets, but I wasn't on all of them. Eventually, I came to the conclusion that it was easier for me to sort of run things that I just was on the design team so I could sort of see what was going on. So um, moving forward, I'm on most of the design teams. I'll, I'll point out a few that I wasn't on, but I was on most of them. Um, Magic 2010 was Aaron's reinventing of the core set. Um, he asked me to be on that team. Uh, we were making new content for the first time and really rethinking what a core set was, so he wanted me involved, so I was definitely involved for that. Um, then came Zendikar. Zendikar was a set that I was trying forever. Um, Lands of Palooza. Uh, I really had this idea that we could build a block around land, uh, a, a, a set in a world that was built around land mechanics, and there was some skepticism. I, I eventually got it made, uh, and it ended up being very popular with, with the audience. Obviously, we're on our second visit uh, this year, so uh, people liked it. Um, okay, we get to World Wake. I was on World Wake. Rise of Eldrazi, interestingly, I was not on the design team of Rise of Eldrazi, but I was on the development team. Uh, there's a few sets like that. Um, sometimes when I was... Um, when I wasn't on the design team, I would be on the development team, so it would give me opportunity. Uh, I think sometimes when I knew I was going to be on the development team, I wouldn't be on the design team, so I'd have a fresh set of eyes. I, I did that a couple times. Um, then uh, we get to Scars of Mirrodin. So I led Scars of Mirrodin. Um, Scars of Mirrodin uh, is definitely me rethinking a little bit about... Uh, uh, me and playing a lot more psychology and trying to figure out 
the idea that sex had to make you feel something, and I really said, okay, we're introducing, reintroducing the Frexians. I, I kind of want to scare you with the Frexians. I want them to feel invasive. Um, and so um, this is, uh, I, I talk about different stages of magic. This is really us, uh, sort of me upping the game, I thought, of design, of really involving more emotions in it. Um, the other thing you'll notice with the start of Zendikar is there's a period of time, early on I was handing off a lot of designs in the fall, and then eventually came to the conclusion that what I needed to do was I did the fall set, and then I hand off the winter and spring sets to other people. And so for a while here, I'm doing all the fall sets. Oh, another interesting factoid uh, with Shadowmore starting back in 2008. Uh, from 2008 to 2018 was a 10-year run where I was leading a design every week consecutively for 10 years. Uh, in 2018, and not that I, I don't do a lot of that, I lead most of the time, but uh, I did have a ten-year, uh, a ten-year run um, of consecutiveness. Okay, then we get into 2011. Uh, I did work on Married Massage. I did work on New Frexia. Um, Innistrad was a false set, so that was a uh, Innistrad's one of the sets I'm most proud of. I really think it is, um, as far as like a finished product, especially a premiere sets, it's probably the best work I've ever done. Um, it was me really sort of getting into a lot of the stuff I'd played around with, how to make a set feel something. And I'm, uh, I'd been trying to make a horror themed, um, top down set for a while. Um, and, uh, after, after going, getting the runaround, I finally got them to sign on. So I'm very happy with how that turned out. Um, 2012. So Dark Ascension, I think the only winter set I ever led the design for, I think, um, I mostly did fall sets and occasionally I did um, spring sets, but I think that's the only winter set I did. Um, I was on the design team for Absent Restored. Uh, I, was, uh, I was on the design team for Return to Ravnica. That's the first fall set in a while that I hadn't led. Uh, Ken Lego led, led that design. Um, okay, we get to 2013. Great. So Gate Crash is the first time I, uh, I co-led a set. So I led the first half and I handed it off to Gottlieb. Um, you'll see that this is the very, very early beginning of uh, this kind of the slow shift toward uh, vision design of the idea of me doing the first part of the design. Uh, you'll see me do more of this as we get move forward. Um, Dragon Maze, I was on the design team for. Uh, by the way, there are a lot of core sets uh, that I was on. I, I didn't mention a lot, but uh, I definitely did a bunch of core sets, the de development of core sets, seventh, eighth, and different things like that. Um, then we get to Theros. So Theros, I, I uh, led the design for Theros. Um, originally, it was going to be a completely different block. It was supposed to be originally this um, start in prehistoric times, and every set in the block jumps forward thousands of years. So the last set was whatever the most, you know, the most futuristic we do, but yet still be magic. Um, but anyway, it needed too much. It required the creative team to build three worlds, and at the time, they didn't have the resources to do that. So at the last minute, we changed it to do Greek mythology. We've been talking about doing Greek mythology forever. In fact, uh, Champions of Kamagawa, um, oh no, Champions of Kamagawa had almost been, sorry, had almost been um, Egyptian. So that's somebody. But we had talked about doing Greek mythology forever, so it, it, it was an easy thing to go into. Um, so now we get to the point where I'm, I'm on almost all of the design teams. I'm not leaving, I'm leaving most of the fall ones, but not the other ones. So Born of the Gods I was on, Journey to Nyx I was on. Um, oh, so one of the interesting things that happens is I'm writing my articles all this time, not making magic, obviously it's going strong. Uh, this is when I introduce, I read my article about, uh, our change to the two block paradigm. So, uh, I, like when, um, during Shards of Alara, we introduced, uh, 
uh, Mythic Rares. I wrote a whole article about Mythic Rares. Uh, as, as magic changes sort of its structure, I, I read articles talking about that. So Metamorphosis 1.0 came out. Uh, Concept Arcade, I led the design for that. Had a very unique sort of block structure again. Large, small, large, where the small set drafts with both the large sets and the large sets weren't played together. So we came up with this whole time travel theme uh, in alternate reality. Uh, so 2015, uh, Fate Reforged, uh, uh, I was on the design team for. Drenched Arcade on the design team for. Um, Magic Origins, uh, I, I was not on the team for that, but I did work a lot with Sean of helping structure it with him. Um, then Battle for Zendikar, uh, I led that. Um, uh, we start to see, uh, the story once again changes, and this is the rise of the Gatewatch, where we start hearing the Gatewatch stories. Um, okay, we get to Oath of the Gatewatch, I was on the design team for that. Uh, Shadows of Interstrad actually was the first large set in a while that I had not led the design for, but, um... That was led by Mark Gottlieb, I believe, led the design for that. Um, so, Shadows Interstrad, Eldritch Moon, um, uh, I was on for a lot of those. Um, Kaladesh, okay, so Kaladesh, which was the end of that year, uh, you start seeing me taking the thing I'd done with Gatewatch, where I start um, doing the first half and handing off the second half. Um, and that is, you can start seeing the transition to vision design here, because I'm doing more of the early part of it. Um, so Kaladesh, I did the first half and handed it off to Sean Maine. Um, then, uh, Amonkhet, I handed off and did it to Ethan Fleischer. Um, Ethan Revolt, by the way, interesting little fit, tidbit. Uh, this was the changeover between, um, the old system or the, the two and one system and the, um, new system of three and one. So I was not on, Aether Revolt was the design and the development led by Ben Hayes. I was not on that team. I think Aether Revolt, uh, up until the D&D set that's coming, is the last set that I hadn't been, last premiere set that I hadn't been on the design team at all for, uh, the vision design or anything. Um, so we get to Omniket. I led the first half, handed off to Ethan Fleischer. Our Devastation was interesting in where I was on the team halftime. I think the, the vision design team met twice a week and I was on half of it just because there was a lot going on. Uh, Ixalan, large set in which I um, did the first half and handed it off to Ken Nagel. Um, uh, also, we then announced we were changing over again to the new system, uh, the three-in-one system. So I, I wrote my Metamorphosis 2.0 article. Uh, the end of 2017, Unstable came out. So um, in two, oh, I, I didn't mention in 2006... So 1998, Unglued came out. I didn't mention this timeline didn't have Unhinged. In 2006, Unhinged came out. Uh, and then it took me uh, from 2006 to 2017, so 13 years to get the third onset. But, uh, and I worked on the stable for seven years. Um, we, in fact, made it before we knew for sure that it was even greenlit, and then later got it made. Um, after that point, um, we start getting into um, vision design, and so when we start talking vision design, uh, so I led mostly early vision design. So I led the vision design for Dominaria. I led the vision design for Guilds of Ravnica and Ravnica Allegiance. Um, by the way, those were designed as if they were one block because it was under the old model. Uh, by the time we came out, they were always going to be two large sets, just we needed that to make the to make guilds work. But um, uh, but we designed those. So the first set, um, well, I guess I guess it was vision design, but it was under the. It was vision design in which we were under the two-in-one model. Uh, and then we shifted. Um, so Dominaria was the first vision design that I did. Uh, and Guilds of Ravnica and Ravnica Legions were, were designed under the, the old two-in-one system, the two-in-two system. 
Uh, and then was War of the Spark. So that originally was going to be have a large set and a small set. We got rid of the small set. Um, Doug Byer come up with this really amazing idea of this major war with most of the Planeswalkers in it. Uh, and at the time, like, sets had maybe three Planeswalkers in it. So I had to figure out, like, how do you have a war with most of the Planeswalkers in existence when the set only gets three Planeswalkers? And so uh, we had to solve that problem. But I, I led the vision for that. Um, Throne of Eldraine was the fairy tale set that I've been wanting to make forever, um, ever since uh, we had made Lorwyn. Uh, and finally, 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 I finally got that out. I uh, led the vision for that. Um, Theros Beyond Death is the first set that I, uh, first vision that I did not lead uh, at the beginning of vision design. So I handed that off to Ethan Fleischer. Um, I was on the design team. So with few exceptions, I'm almost always on the design team by this point. Um, Ikoria, I led the design team for. Originally, um, Eldraine was going to be two worlds and Theros was going to be in that slot. But we decided that Eldraine would be one world. We audible to the last possible minute. Um, in fact, I had already started design on the second Eldraine set. Uh, and in the middle of Vision, we sw- switched over. Anyway, at the last minute, we pulled forward... We had this idea for Monster Island that was like two years in the future that we pulled forward to do for Ikoria. Um, I also led the design for Zendikar Rising, the vision design. Um, Call Time was the second set that I handed off. Again, I handed off to Ethan Fleischer. Um, Strixhaven is my baby. I, I led the design for that. I'm very proud of that. Uh, and then Dungeon Dragons was a set that um, we didn't quite know what, what it was when we made it. Normally, I don't do... Um, I didn't work on core sets, and that was in the core set slot. It's its own thing. It, but um, because of the nature of what it was, I didn't actually work on the design for that. I, wasn't, I did not work on the vision at all for that. Um, uh, and then Innistrad, the werewolf set, I was on the design team for that. Uh, and I led the vision team for vampires. Uh, Ethan led the, the werewolf one. I led the vampire one. Um, but anyway, um, and during this time, not only did I work on magic, but there was many other things I worked on. Uh, I worked on Dual Masters, which is a product we still make. I was on the original design team, and I led two small sets. Um, Star Wars trading card game, I was on the original design team with uh, with Richard Garfield, who led it. And then I led the first design for the first release. Uh, I was on the design team for G.I. Joe. Um, I was on the design team for a, a set called Neopets. That, that, that the version that got made wasn't the one that I made. We made a really cool design that didn't get used. Um, I made a Dungeon Dragon trading card game that never got published. Uh, I made a wrestling game that never got published. Uh, I, I was on the design team for Transformers, the Transformers trading card game. I was on that. Uh, and then, like, what were you thinking? Was the board game that I was involved on? Um, anyway, so all, over my 25 years, uh, I mean, I didn't even... I was just going through this timeline. So I missed, like, I uh, I did Vanguard way back when. I did... Um, I mean, there's a lot of products that I'm probably missing along the way that I, I, I worked on. Um... But just to give you some sense of my 25 years, uh, I've done a lot of stuff. I've made a lot of magic. Um, I don't even know. I, I've been on the design team of, I don't know, 60, 70 sets, something like that. Something crazy. Um, I, sh- I should count at some point. But anyway, uh, it has definitely been quite a ride. It's been very exciting, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I could not have, I kind of feel blessed that I've gotten to work 25 years on a game as amazing as Magic. And it has really been, in a, I mean, I'm not done yet or anything, but it, the, the first 25 years have been awesome, just really exciting. And it's kind of, it's really neat to celebrate my 25th anniversary. Uh, there's not a lot of people that can say they worked 25 years on the same game. In fact, there's, 
it is possible that Bill Rose and I might might be the only ones in the world. I mean, there might there might be a few other people because there are a few other games that have lasted that long. But it's a handful of people, my guess. I don't think there's probably more than ten people in the world that have worked for twenty five years on the same game. Just because a most games don't last twenty five years and make new content, so just being able to do that is hard. And then staying with it for 25 years. So um, Bill celebrated his 25th anniversary, by the way, at the beginning of October, I think October 4th. He started um, early in the month. I started later in the month. But anyway, um, that was my trip through my 25 years. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, But anyway, I I see my desk. So we all know what that means. It means it's the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. So it was great fun sharing with you all my 25 years. And I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.